0: Hey, this is Andy from the 4 Drive Tribe podcast. Come with me on this episode as we explore the toilet paper tragedy that's engulfing our outback in Australia. Hey, this is Andy. I thought I'd do this podcast uh, for several reasons. One, I've noticed this year um, is a lot of chatter about toilet paper. If you frequent a few Facebook pages, you'll start to see that whether it's Cape York, the Kimberley, the Simpson Desert, the Flinders Ranges, or anywhere, you'll start to find some posts that are showing pictures of campsites that are pretty well ruined with toilet paper. And uh, the toilet paper is everywhere, and it's pretty horrible. And I've got to say that I've just experienced it fairly well first-hand as well. I'm recording this from Corlam in Queensland. And the reason I'm here is that this is where the Zone RV caravan manufacturer is, and I brought my caravan back for a bit of service work. The trouble is that I live in Port Augusta, South Australia, so that instead of just being able to shoot up the Streslecki, come straight across into Queensland um, and rip over to Coolham, because of border closures and so on, we've had to go up the Stuart Highway, through Alice Springs, up to three ways across the top, while we're there we thought we might as well call in at a mate of mission beach and uh, and then from mission beach down the highway so we've done nearly six thousand k's to get to, to get to call them so far but what that's meant is that we have spent a bit of time on the road and in either roadside stops or pulling over for lunch in parking bays and so on and it's mate there's not a parking bay or roadside stop that's not littered with toilet paper that we've found so this is getting pretty endemic so i Put my thinking cap on my thought about it. And it's pretty easy to jump up and down and call people grubs and all the rest of it. And you sort of got to ask the question, you wonder, well, who would be doing it? Surely no one's doing it on purpose. Well, I'm sure there's some people that just don't care. But for me, I, I reckon it's due to lack of preparation. And let me explain how I reckon this can come about with, with a part of a solution. And I think it comes back to the six P's prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. And if you relate that to anywhere any aspect of your four-wheel driving, let's think about a recovery. What's always the hardest recoveries or the recovery that goes wrong? It's the one you're not prepared for. And I often think about like when I get bogged. If I'm going to get bogged in sand, it's usually because I can see a relatively small piece of sand and I'm too lazy to let my tyres down. I just don't do the preparation. And sure enough, I get bogged. And what have I got to do? Let the tyres down, or dig myself out, sticks and mac, whatever. Anyway, it's harder than letting the tyres down in the first place. So a lot of it comes back to prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Now, how does this equate to toilet paper and go on to the dunny in the bush? Well, I reckon this is all about being prepared, and here's how I think it can work. And this there's probably a business opportunity in this for someone. Because this all is not packaged. What I'm going to explain to you now is not packaged anywhere. It could be. Someone could do it. Maybe Drifter, maybe Kings, maybe Dashi, maybe someone that's just listening to this right now. But I reckon there's a market for this poop kit. Now, I'm talking from experience here because some time ago, I saw on the Drifter website a Drifter Dunny bag. And I thought, that's a good idea. Anyway, it's turned out to be a great idea. And I reckon packaging this is part of the, the prevention and the solution to stopping toilet paper getting dumped anywhere from people that actually care. Because I reckon most of it is just about going to the toilet when you're not prepared. You're thinking about it. You get up in the morning or you stop the car and go, i got to go. So what do you do? The first thing, you know you're going to grab the toilet paper. Hopefully you think about grabbing a, a lighter or something like that as well, but obviously most times, there's or whether it's most, but it's a lot that it doesn't get grabbed. The toilet paper gets grabbed, but the rest of the stuff doesn't get grabbed. Now, how to crap in the bush. The key is to go far away from your, your campsite as practicable. Dig a hole, at least six inches, 150 mil, bury your poop. That's at least that part of it. Now some people advocate bury the toilet paper. Look, if it was that easy, it'd be working now, and we wouldn't have to be talking about this. But it's not. and I, and I don't personally don't reckon burying the toilet paper is the way to go anyway, because it can get dug up or there can be a flood or, or whatever. it'll get it can get washed out um, or blown out. So here's here's what I reckon. You get yourself a drifted dunny bag or a bag like it, and I'm going to have pictures of this, all this stuff on the Instagram page. So go to the Instagram page and have a look at this. In that Drifter Dunny bag is a butane gas torch. Now these just go on those little $2 gas bottles you can buy at Bunnings, hardware stores, camping shops, anywhere. There's a, there's a butane torch that just clips on the top. And when you click it, it's a, it's a decent size lighter. But it burns at around 1300 degrees centigrade. So when you put this on toilet paper, it's going to burn the toilet paper. This, this drifter dunny bag will hold four rolls of loo paper. So you've got your loo paper, you've got your gas torch, but it will also hold a small garden trowel. So there's your little shovel. Because the other part of this is that people forget to take the shovel. How often do you see people wander off from a campsite, they've got the dunny roll in their in the hand, you don't know, maybe they've got a lighter, but you can see they haven't got a shovel. And, and the same thing, it's about the preparation. Where's your camping shovel? If you look at so many cars, it's screwed onto the, to the roof rack. So unless you're a habitual get that, get that shovel off every night you pull up, that's where it is in the morning. And when you need to go to the loo, you ain't going to go unscrew that shovel. So this bag will hold a small garden trail. The other thing it'll hold is, is a bottle of hand sanitizer. And the other thing that it'll hold is some sandwich bags. Now we can talk about the sandwich bags and you can you can be totally environmentally conscious and you can replace them with some paper bags but I'll talk about the sandwich bags in a minute. Now what that means is this is everything in one place. Now you you're going to make a conscious effort to go and grab the toilet paper. So this is way just as easy or easier because you're going to make a conscious effort to grab the bag, the toilet paper's in. So you wake up in the morning and you go, right, i got to go to the loot. First thing you do is go and grab your dunny bag. You walk up into the bush. First of all, you've got your toilet paper. Or actually, first of all, you've got your little shovel. So you can dig a bit of a hole. Second, you've got your toilet paper so you can use it. Three, you've got your butane gas torch so you can burn your toilet paper either in that hole or if it's too grassy, you can bring it back to a flat spot and burn it somewhere where it can be burnt. Now, the beauty of this thing, like I said, it burns at 1300 degrees centigrade. Now, you imagine if you're a family and you've got some little kids, you tell me what little kid's not going to want to go and torch that toilet paper with a, with a flamethrower. Mate, your family's got... The kids are going to love coming with you. They just want to burn, burn your poo paper. But it makes it easy. No matter how wet you've got that toilet paper, you hold that, you hold that flame on there, it's going to cinder it. So you're going to cinder your toilet paper in the hole... And then you just fill it back in. You've got a bottle of hand sanitizer if you want to sanitise your hands. You put it back in the bag and you walk back to the car. You've job done. Now you can wash your hands back at the car as well. And while we're on that, let's talk about washing your hands because... You know, not every car has a water tank that's full under the car and everything like that. Here's here's another little solution I found that's pretty cool. When you when you haven't got your water tank full or if you don't have one, is go to go to Bunnings, a hardware store or whatever. Buy a, buy a two litre pressure pressure sprayer bottle. They're everywhere, and and the pressure sprayer I've got, I can't remember the brand, but I'll take a photo of it. It'll be on Instagram. It has a little click click trigger that you can click it and it stays on. So you go to the toilet you come back here's another trick is cable tie some some um, disinfectant hand wash somewhere on the outside of your car if you can if you've got somewhere on the outside of your car so you just walk back to your car pump the disinfectant wash your hands grab your two liter bottle stick it on the ground click the click the trigger on and then you've got a spray of fresh water to wash all of that off so you can wash your hands really simply as well But that's another step. So let's just try and make this all about having one step. Now, you might say, what's the sandwich bags or the paper bags for? Let's say you've gone into the bush and it's blowing. It's blowing a girl, blowing its guts out. You go, man, I can't like this toilet paper. It's just going to go into the scrub and start a bushfire. That doesn't give you permission to leave the toilet paper. So what you do, scrunch your toilet paper up pull out your sandwich bag or your paper bag and stuff the toilet paper in there seal it off and bring it back with you now you can either put it in the put it in the rubbish or you can chuck it in the campfire that night but it's quite simple that you didn't have to leave it there because you were prepared and you had the bag with you in your dunny bag so There's a key there. Now, what happens if you go into the bush and you can't dig a hole? What happens if it's all rocky and stuff like that? Well, the trick is try and move a couple of big rocks, do your business, chuck the rocks back over. As long as you cover your poop up with the rocks, that's going to be pretty good. Your poop's going to break down. It's organic. It's going to take a while, but it's going to take a lot less than the toilet paper. I think people people think, oh, look, it's toilet paper. It's got to be soft. It's going to biodegrade pretty quick. In the Australian climate, we're too dry. I mean, we don't get the moisture, we don't get the rain, we, it, just, it just sits there. Like some of the places in the outback, it might not rain for 10 months, so it's not going to degrade real quick. It could be there for years. So this is where it gets to be pretty simple. You know, you, when you think about it, you go, if I'm going to grab some dunny paper, why don't I grab a whole bag that is prepared for the experience? So think about this. You drift a dunny bag. It has four rolls of loo paper in it, it has a butane gas torch, it has a small garden trowel, a bottle of hand sanitizer, and and some sandwich bags or paper bags. So you are covered for every eventuality. So there's no, you're talking really about prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Now it's no more trouble to grab your dunny bag than it is to grab a roll of toilet paper. But you don't have to go looking for all the other stuff. Like you're going, okay, I've got the toilet paper. Where's the lighter? Where's the shovel? Where's, where's, you just don't do it. So if you're unprepared, you know what happens? Exactly what's happening in Australia right now. Toilet paper is everywhere and it's crap. It's not good. You know, the place is starting to look terrible. So this is the key. And like I say, mate, you take your kids and show them how to poop. And obviously you're going to give them some instruction with this burner because it's 1300 degrees. You know, you don't, you don't want to let them loose with that. So it's it's gonna be a bit of fun as well. But you know, you think about it. Think of you know, you got your toilet paper, your poo tickets, your bowel towels, your poop mittens, your whole roll, your coochie confetti, whatever you want to call it. Let's just stop leaving it out there. That's the key. Just stop leaving it out there. And I think it's a case. I don't know. I don't know that people want to. I think people get caught out and they don't know what to do. The point is. Don't get caught out. Now you think about this. You could have a Drifter dunny bag in your sedan if you do a lot of travelling. You could ha- you could have a I call it a Drifter dunny bag because that's where I bought mine. Or you could have a dunny bag in each of your cars. The trick is put a dunny bag in your four wheel drive that's kitted out like this. You'll find there's no excuse, and you won't be leaving toilet paper. You the people you're camping with won't be leaving toilet paper and try and educate all your mates and all your friends to be prepared as well because if everyone's got a dunny bag in their car seriously there'll just be no more toilet paper there'll be no excuse to leave it around the only ones leaving it around will be the people that don't have a dunny bag that haven't listened to this so look I've used this dunny bag for a few years and I maintain it works because you've got prior preparation and it prevents piss poor performance so you find there's no reason to do it. So, that's really about all I've got to say about this. It doesn't need to be much more diff- difficult. Um, like I said, there's a business opportunity because you can buy all these bits separate and you've got to go through the, the, the work of putting it together. Not that it's a big job. But hey, what if, what if Drifter created a Dunny bag or Kings or Dashi or maybe you, maybe, maybe one of these crews that are traveling around with their family in, the, in a caravan that are looking for an extra income? Maybe they can create a dunny bag, get it costed right, and sell it, mate, as a whole kit. It's just, or it could be in TJM or an ARB or in the whole bit, you know. Something, it's 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 part of the the just the camping fabric. Is people know that when I go outdoors, I got to be prepared. I can't leave dunny paper laying everywhere because if this goes on, I got to say from what I've seen, if this goes on, mate, in five years' time, this place is going to be uninhabitable. I'm not joking, It's and these pristine environments are just getting turned to crap, and that's really not a pun, It's they are getting turned to crap, and there's no excuse for it, but I just see it, think about it, think it through, you know, someone needs to go, they get up, they go, right, what are they looking for? The toilet paper, I've got to go, they rush off and they go, oh, crap, I didn't grab the lighter, oh, what am I going to do? Ah, it'll be all right, it's only me. Well it's only you, the next bloke, the next bloke, the next Sheila, the next kid, the next whatever, and it just piles up. And the other thing I, I part of it is I reckon people that are that might be new to this or or are doing their, their bucket list trip are going, I'm not coming back. You know, so it's it just takes that care factor out of it. If you've got that dunny bag, there's no excuse. If you're prepared, you can do it. You don't need to leave. You can you can you can cover your poop. And you can burn your paper or you can put it into one of your sandwich bags or your environmentally friendly paper bags and you can save it for a rubbish bin or you can save it for a fire that night. So, you know, there's not really any excuse. Now, that's my rant on on dunny paper. And, I, and look, it's 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 as simple as this now. If you want, you can tune out now. But I'm going to give you some fun facts about poop you probably didn't know. So the first one is that crapping in the bush is probably one of the best things for you because if you squat properly, it allows you to evacuate correctly. Now, if you've been to Asia, to Bali or any of the Asian countries, you will have seen the toilets and the squat toilets. The reason is that those people can squat. They never lost the art of squatting. When we're kids, look at the little kids around you. They can squat right down. For some reason, us Westerners, we lose the squatting. We get tight in the hips, tight in the knees. We can't squat. So even going camping gives us gives us a chance to get out and do a good squat. If you find you're struggling getting down, may try and find a nice healthy little sapling. Go around, grab hold of that, and and steady yourself so you can you can squat down next to the sapling. You never know, your poop might even uh, might even encourage it to grow. The other thing it enables you to do, another fun fact, is you can get a good look at it. So you can see it tells you a bit about your internal health. And what I'm going to do is is I'm going to attach or take a photo of a Bristol stool chart. And that'll be on Instagram as well. And so you can have a look, and that'll be a fun thing for the kids to go and check out all the poop to see what type of poop you've got and compare it to the Bristol stool chart so you can see just how healthy you are. The other thing is, the interesting fact, what's it made of? It's actually 75% water, and the rest is dead bacteria and undigested fibre. So that's what our poop is made of. The other fun fact is, what colour should it be? Well, it should be brown. And you know the reason it's brown is because it's caused by what comes out, which is dead blood cells and bile. That gives it the colour. If it's green, it could be the fact that you've had a good dose of green vegetables or you've got a bile infection. If it's yellow, it's telling you you've got excess fat in the liver. If it's black, it means there's some blood or or you've been taking excess iron supplements or eating licorice or probably drinking a gut full of red wine as well. Now, the other thing is, the other fun fact is that guys and girls do it differently. Now, because women have a lot more stuff in their lower abdomen, the colon gets situated lower than men's. So it can be harder to evacuate for women than it is for men. So when you're camping and, you're, and your female partner is telling you it could be a bit tough doing this stuff, there's a reason. So it's not just a, it's not just a story. You can genuinely feel for that. The other thing is, another fun fact, your poop could be precious. According to a presentation at the 249th National Meeting and Exposition of the American Chemical Society, poop contains traces of gold and silver, also palladium and vanadium, used in electrical manufacturing. There you go. If you really can you can start sifting through it. But I think I'll leave mine go. Another fun fact, coffee does make you poop. Coffee makes your intestinal ending contract, so just like you need to go. And a study in Gut Journal found caffeine induces a gastrocolonic response and a hormone that stimulates colonic movement. So it's not just an old wives' tale that you need a coffee to get moving in the morning. It, it's actually real. Now, another fun fact is that poop can do amazing things. Did you know in 2014, a faeces-filled bus hit the streets in the UK. There you go, running on poop. Bill Gates supported the development of a machine that turns poop into drinking water and that an Indian company used elephant dung to make stationery. So, there you go. Another fun fact is even the moon's got crap on it. Story goes, the original moon mission left four bags of poop on the moon. So, there you go. It's not just a problem on Earth. It's a problem everywhere. They should have had a dunny bag. Uh, another fun fact is we're hardwired to think poop stinks. So you go, um, think about it. Why do we think poop is, is yuck? Why does it stink? It's an evolutionary mechanism to keep us away from it and getting sick. Because poop can harbour hepatitis A and E, worms, E. coli, salmonella, rotavirus, giardia, cryptosporidium, a whole bunch of nasty stuff. We have evolved to not like to smell a poop. So therefore, it keeps us away from it. So here's, there's the answer, you know. Go to Instagram, have a look at the photos of the poop kid I propose, there's, or the one I use. Put it that way. Mate, just replicate this. Use it. Teach your kids. Teach the people you go camping with. You know, make it a mantra. Never leave toilet paper in the bush. That's the key, mate. Never leave it. And I reckon that if you have prior preparation, that'll prevent piss ball performance in your dunny habits and there'll be no need to ever leave toilet paper again so thanks i hope you've enjoyed that look please please subscribe to the podcast so you'll get notified when new stuff comes out leave a nice review if you feel like it and make more than anything else think about it think about the 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 poo situation in our country it's everyone can say it's not me but it's obviously someone because it's everywhere so let's try and stamp it out have a good one catch on the next episode